0: Welcome to Success Story, the most useful podcast in the world. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. The Success Story podcast is part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. The HubSpot Podcast Network has other great podcasts like Marketing Made Simple, hosted by Dr. J.J. Peterson. Marketing Made Simple brings you practical tips to make your marketing easy, and more importantly, make it work. Now, if any of these topics sound interesting to you, you're going to love his show, how to write and deliver captivating speeches, how to market yourself into a new job, how design can help and potentially hurt your revenue, and how to create a social media ad strategy that works. If these topics hit home and they're things that you want to learn about, go listen to Marketing Made Simple wherever you get your podcast. All right, today we're going to be talking about economic uncertainty and how to prepare for it. Now, As business owners, uncertainty is one of our worst enemies. Of course, it is, after all, the one thing that we can't control with our business. Our business is our livelihood, and nobody wants to see their livelihood jeopardized. Unfortunately, there are many factors outside of our control that can impact our business negatively. And one of the most significant ones is economic uncertainty. We're all dealing with it right now. However, I want you to know I'm not an economist and the last thing I want to do is strike fear and panic into the hearts of business owners. This is not a warning of the hard times ahead, but because the economy has such a significant impact on our businesses, it's important for us to be aware of the potential risks and take the steps to protect our businesses and ourselves. Now, where did this topic come from? Well, it's very relevant now in the impending, if not current recession. Uh, In a recent interview, I spoke with Ron Grunner. He's an expert in all things U.S. politics and economy. It was fascinating to hear his insights on the current state of affairs, as well as some of his reflections on history, monetary policy. Well, only a small segment of our conversation was devoted to economics. It was enough to get me thinking, is it so unlikely that another major recession or depression could happen in our lifetime? or even in the near future? How bad is this particular one going to get? And if it does happen, how can we be prepared? As business owners, we can't afford to bury our heads in the sand. Ignorance is not bliss, it's dangerous. So let's take a closer look at the economy and some of the things that we can do to help cushion our businesses from potential negative impacts. So before diving in, I wanna give a brief recap of who Ron is and his career so far. Ron is one of the most knowledgeable people I've ever spoken to in terms of US politics and economy. He has a unique perspective, as he's not only an expert on these topics, but also an established entrepreneur and computer engineer. Here's an overview of some of his achievements. Ron has been a pioneer in the commercialization of corporate transparency for over 20 years. He founded Shareholder.com in 1991, effectively inventing the industry of online investor relations. Prior to Shareholder.com, Ron served as Chief Executive Officer of Alliant Computer Systems, a supercomputer company that had a market cap of nearly $500 million. Ron also designed many successful computers, including the Nova 1200 and the Series. Currently, Ron is a founder and Chief Executive Officer of the legal services firm Sky Analytics. He recently released a fascinating book, We the Presidents, which focuses on major issues affecting the population today. Seeing his many areas of expertise, I was excited to grill Ron on all things economic uncertainty and to hear his projections for the U.S. economy moving forward. Let's start with a few insights pulled straight from the interview. So first, let's talk about modern monetary theory. A big topic we touched on in the interview is the concept of modern monetary theory. And without going too deep into the weeds, the theory essentially believes that our country could run a deficit for an extended period of time without any real consequences. The government could simply create more money to spend or give away if it wanted to. While this theory is gaining traction in some circles, it's important to note that it's still just a theory. Ron is not convinced that it will actually play out in practice and believes that our government would quickly hit a debt ceiling if it tried to implement these policies. We've seen the government implement these policies over COVID with all the stipends they handed out to people, all the checks that they were cutting. It's going to be wishful thinking if we think that we can issue as much debt as we wish to issue, as long as we can find buyers for that debt. That's just begging for the system to fail. If buyers for that debt begin to back away, interest rates go up and the whole thing could collapse like a house of cards. Well, modern monetary theory certainly has its merits, more money for public spending, universal health care, creation of jobs, it does seem to require an element of wishful thinking that could hold dire consequences for our economy. To quote Ron, it's all based on optimistic thinking. What's happening now is going to continue happening in the future. But ideally, politicians should have the courage to tell people that we may have to tighten our belt, whether that means cutting spending, raising taxes, or both to get our fiscal house in better order. Now, the U.S. economy throughout the history has faced a variety of ups and downs. If the U.S. were to face a recession or depression, it wouldn't be unprecedented. We've seen these cycles through our history. The Panic of 1837 ignited a major depression that lasted six years. The Panic of 1873 that led to a depression that lasted four years. The Great Depression of the 1930s was the worst economic downturn in world history lasting for a decade. The most recent recession, 2007-2009, was one of the worst in U.S. history, with the unemployment rate reaching 10%. The U.S. has also experienced no less than 12 economic recessions since World War II, each causing strife for business and individuals alike. Not only is Ron well-versed in these events, but he also sees the potential for a 2008 recession rerun if policymakers follow the modern monetary theory mindset and framework. Quote Ron, I'm worried that with national debt climbing like it is, based on the theory that we'll just keep pushing debt out or we can always refinance, it's going to be a repeat of 2008 on steroids. Now, what does this mean for us? Again, I'm not speaking about this topic in order to fearmonger or to try and convince you that the sky is falling. I'm simply wondering what could happen if or when the U.S. economy takes a turn for the worst. In reality, we've already had our experience with the economic downturns in very recent history. The COVID-19 pandemic saw businesses and individuals all over the world scrambling to protect their income and savings. Recent events only make this conversation more relevant. So how can we as individuals and business owners protect ourselves from future economic uncertainty? How do we withstand an economic crisis? So this isn't the first time I've touched on the topic of crisis-proofing your business. In a past interview with Vincenzo Guzzo, uh, he's a shark, a dragon rather, on Dragon's Den, we spoke about the power of flexibility and adaptability in the face of challenging times. Today, though, I want to focus on financial preparedness rather than adaptability. It's crucial that we have a plan in place for dealing with difficult times, whether that's a pandemic or an economic recession. Let's go through a few steps. Step number one maintain your financial hygiene. With geopolitical tensions rising and still coming off the backburn of COVID-19, all businesses to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clary. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clary right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clary. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Should be maintaining their financial hygiene in preparation for a potential downturn. Why? Because history tells us to hope for the best and prepare for the worst. Run your business as though you're actively preparing for a recession, and you'll be in a much better position when, not if, one hits. Operate within your budget. This should be a given for any business, but it's especially important during uncertain times. Don't crack open the piggy bank just yet. Operate within your means and be mindful of your expenses. This doesn't just mean reining in unnecessary spending, it also means ensuring that you're getting the most value For your money. Evaluate your suppliers. Renegotiate your contracts when necessary. Uh, Explore other ways to save money without compromising the quality of your product or your service. Next tip, build a cash reserve. In difficult times, it's important to have cash reserves to fall back on. This will help you weather the storm while you're Uh, Work on long-term solutions. When setting your budget, make sure to allocate a portion specifically for rainy day savings. If you can, try and increase this cash reserve as much as possible. The more money you have saved up, better off you'll be if things take a turn for the worse. Invest in your business. While it may seem counterintuitive to invest in your business when the economy is uncertain, this is actually a very smart move. Think about it. If the economy does take a turn for the worse, the value of your business will likely decrease. But... If you're already invested in your business during tough times, you'll be in a much better position when the market rebounds. So this is also why cash reserves are important. Plus, investing in your business can help you grow and expand, which can lead to even more success and opportunity down the road. Next point, stay ahead of the competition. During a recession, not all businesses face the same odds. In fact, the past few recessions saw 14% of businesses accelerate their revenue and profits, rather than decline. If you want to be one of the businesses that thrive during uncertain times, you need to stay ahead of the competition. Keep a close eye on your industry, monitor your competitors' moves, and always be looking for ways to differentiate yourself from the pack. Now that we've covered how to maintain your financial hygiene, let's move on to step two, which is planning for the worst. It's much more comfortable for us to avoid thinking about potential downturns altogether, but history tells us that this doesn't do anyone any good. In fact it's much better to be proactive and plan for the worst case scenario what would happen to your business if the economy took a turn for the worst how would you survive what are your backup plans well let's go through a few uh first uh, suggestion would be to start an emergency fund many individuals devote a portion of their paycheck each week to an emergency fund and businesses should do the same this ties into cash reserves as well it doesn't have to be for anything in particular it can just be a pool of money that you can access case of emergency. This is especially crucial for businesses that are heavily reliant on credit. When the economy goes south, credit lines often get tightened making it difficult to get the money you need to keep your business afloat. Keep in mind that also counts for uh, businesses that rely heavily on cash flow from customers that have net 30, net 60, net 90 terms. If those customers can't pay, you won't have money for your business. As a guideline, work towards an emergency fund that can cover your business over six to nine months. This will give you some breathing room while you figure out long-term solutions. Uh, Next tip would be get familiar with your liquidity. So liquidity is the ability of a business to turn its assets into cash quickly. Before uncertain times hit, getting familiar with your liquidity options will give you a leg up. Now, there's a few different sources of liquidity that you should be aware of. Business assets. Can you sell any of your assets quickly if you need to? Accounts receivable. Do you have any customers who are likely to pay their invoices quickly? Credit lines. Do you have any credit lines available to you? How easy would it be to access them if you needed them? Inventory. Can you sell any of your inventory quickly if you needed? Knowing your liquidity options will help you make informed decisions. If the economy does take a turn for the worse, keep an eye out for government grants and loans that could help you as well. Next tip. Reduce your expenses, just as you discontinue a gym membership, you only visited once in the past year, it's helpful to eliminate unnecessary business costs where you can, whether that's overhead expenses, marketing budget, uh, last, last thing you should ever do, but sometimes it has to happen, employee salaries, look for ways to reduce your spending. It doesn't mean that you have to cut back on important areas of your business, just identify areas where you can save money without compromising quality or service. Some of these areas might include renegotiating contracts with suppliers and vendors, switching to a less expensive supplier, streamlining processes to reduce waste, uh, reviewing employee benefits and salaries, outsourcing non-essential tasks, going back to emergency funding. You could even redirect the savings from these cuts directly into your fund. The final step. So we covered uh, financial hygiene. We covered planning for the worst. Uh, The last step is to set your business up for success. So A great mindset when it comes to your business is to act as though you're raising a child. You want them to be independent and to survive on their own. You want to equip them with all the tools they need to be self-sufficient. This is the same mindset you should have towards your business. You want it to be resilient. You want it to be able to thrive in any environment, any economic climate. The best way to do that is to continuously improve it. There are ways that you can go about this Invest in your business. Are you watching industry trends? Are you staying ahead of the curve? Are you upgrading your technology and equipment? Are you expanding your services or product offerings? Train your employees. This could mean on-the-job training. Uh, It might be professional development. You could always be pushing your staff to excel and grow. Evaluate your processes. Are there any redundancies or inefficiencies in your business? Can you streamline things to make them run smoother? Automate where possible. This could be anything from automating accounting tasks uh, to using a CRM system. Automation is a straight path to time and money savings, so make sure to explore this opportunity. Invest in your client relationships. When disaster strikes, you want a solid and loyal client base to fall back on. Make sure you're doing everything you can to foster these relationships and keep them strong. Of course, we don't always have the means to invest in our businesses, but that doesn't mean we can't take other steps to improve resilience. We can always be proactive in our problem solving and stay ahead of potential issues. For instance, being friendly and reliable towards your clients builds trust. Having a solid backup plan in case of emergencies shows preparedness. Tracking your expenses and profits helps you stay mindful of your financial situation. The most important thing is to remember that resilience is something that can always be improved. There's no one size fits all solution, so take the time to tailor your approach specifically to your business. With a bit of effort, you can set your business up for success no matter what the future holds. Now, if this was useful for you, the Success Story podcast interview featuring Ron Grunner only touched on this issue briefly. So we spent most of the conversation talking about past U.S. presidents, which was also fascinating. I highly recommend listening to the full episode if you haven't already. And ask yourself these questions. um, How prepared do you feel financially? So if disaster was to strike, have you put measures in place? help your business rebound. You'll get some lessons from the interview. Hopefully you got some lessons here. Again, I'm not predicting a 2022 Wall Street crash or a Great Depression. My aim for this video is simply to get us all thinking about these questions, to provide some starting ideas on how to prepare your business for anything. Remember, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst and stay ahead of the curve. Uh, If you enjoyed this, definitely go check out the full podcast. If you're listening to this, share it with somebody who'd find it useful. If you're watching this, like, subscribe, leave a comment below. Any business topics you want to talk about, I'll cover them in a future video. Have a great one. I know a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show, and NetSuite has been a huge supporter for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because there's one thing that we all know. one data source, through to April 15th, NetSuite's got an incredible, flexible financing plan. Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash scottclary. That's netsuite.com slash scottclary.